Welcome to the Minority Report, your place to get the latest pop culture news, celebrity takes, entertainment reviews, and I'm black and Diego's brown. <laughs> We're your hosts, Josh Brown and Diego Ferreira. Um, did you I, like that opening? <laughs> I feel, the big problem is I feel like people are going to start thinking our show is called Black and Brown. Black and Brown. I like that. It has a nice ring to it. It, it does have a nice ring. It's also confusing because his name is Josh Brown. So he, he can be considered both of those things. Ah. So are you saying this could be my own show one day? I'm going solo. <laughs> well, anyway, today... He's black and his last name's Brown. <laughs> Welcome to Black and Brown. <laughs> Welcome to Black and Brown, where I talk to myself and ask myself... I, I, I just didn't know what to say. That like, I didn't want to say everything involving that top 10%. I already did that. I don't want to do it again. Uh, everything involving that top 5%. It just keeps getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> just like me. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> anyway... Today, we're going to have a discussion instead of reviewing or news. A nice break. Nice little fun times. And today, we're discussing... Disgusting. You... Yeah, I know. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> I have problems speaking. I have trouble breathing. It's okay. I my I always like... My S's suck. <laughs> so today, we're discussing mm. unique artists. What makes them unique? And how can you be unique? So I guess in your opinion, who are what 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 actually is a unique artist? So a unique artist is the person who sets the trend of that genre. Ah. So you can say Dua Lipa is that her name? Yeah, Dua Peep. So people started to steal her style after she burst on the scene really big. You could say she took it from somewhere else, but it, when she first came in. Her Whenever. first album was not good. Well, I mean, like, when she first got big. So her second album. True. Maybe. Yeah. I think she did. I feel like people knew Dua Lipa beforehand. I mean, like, I didn't like her first album. Right. Um, But her second album, I actually really love it. I think it's really, really... And I feel good. like that happens with a lot of artists. Their second... Yeah, I feel like... Because I, I was with Harry Styles, too. His first, his first solo album. And, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan of it. But mm-hmm. his second album was really good right and that's what happened even back in the old days with uh, prince his first album was boo boo he only had one song reach top 100 charts mm-hmm. second album stardom yeah so it's usually it's like the second albums when they start setting that trend yeah uh, unless you're kanye first song you drop everyone loves you that's true kanye's the goat <laughs> so yeah Kanye's also a unique artist because he came in he started doing that unique vocals dominate what makes songs good so he started doing samples of vocals choirs throwing that in hip-hop beats and stuff like that songs you would listen to and be like that's not a hip-hop beat and then he made them hip-hop beats Mm -hmm. and then everybody started to copy that style Mm -hmm. so he is a unique artist anyone who copied him was not unique right so what makes kanye unique well he took a genre Mm hip-hop he combined it with soul Mm -hmm. and choir Mm -hmm. and it made kind of this mixture Mm -hmm. and the same thing happens with an artist like amy winehouse she did jazz and mixed it with hip-hop influence and that just made her into a unique artist Mm -hmm. and that's the big thing about being a unique artist is that you do something other people aren't doing and i know that sounds the, the obvious right but, but it, you'll happens, heal. You, it happens a lot where people just copy and yeah, they really... just copy. I mean, right. there was that whole Billie Eilish was angry that people just started to steal 
the way she sounded. Yep. And that's just what happens. As soon as people know something is good, they're just going to keep churning that out till the next innovator comes along. Mm-hmm. So who do you think is now? So we had, we had Kanye, who yes. was innovator of hip hop. You mentioned Amy Winehouse. So I guess like now in 2000 and we'll do 2019 because 2020 is off to a really terrible start as you can tell <laughs> um i guess who is like defining music going into this new decade who is defining music is that the right no, no, no. who's the who, who's everyone copying right now you would think are we still being influenced from the 2019 2018 era or are we nagging to this new chart territory of 2020 i don't think there's anybody currently as the main influence in music right now. Everybody's still doing, trying to do trap music, which was popularized by Future, basically. Coding crazy. So if you want to say who's the most influential, I guess you got to go with Future for basically bringing trap to the top. But I don't think I can list, sit here and say, like, this person is changing music. Because the most unique person I can think of right now... Uh, I guess I would say Billy and her brother producer. Mm-hmm. They're definitely causing a lot of big strides in pop. Mm-hmm. So I would say they are the biggest ones right now. Mm-hmm. I want to say The Weeknd, but no one seems to ever really copy his style well, well enough. Well, what do you mean Usher does? What are you talking about? Did you not see that? No, I did not see we'll that. Talk, we'll talk about that in another episode because <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> so uh, no one really ever copies The Weeknd. I guess you could say he kind of, his star boy is very similar to what pop music is now. Yeah. So I guess you could say weekend influenced pop too. Mm-hmm. Hip hop, future. And uh, yeah, those are my big three. How about you, anyone? I'm surprised you didn't say Drake because he was one of the people who started like, you know, singing on trap, on like trap. I think Drake influenced with Take Care. And then really he's just been doing the main he's just been taking what's popular Tuesday slide right he's just capitalizing because everybody just loves him but he does it well he does it really well really well he's very he's the best non-innovator so you're saying that your top unique ones you said future billy and kanye are those those your three you're rolling with well i meant currently i said oh currently my bad i said billy billy future and weekend or Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. Lupe Fiasco is that his name. <laughs> um, okay. So currently now. I mean, it's interesting because we're we're doing currently with unique artists. I feel as if now this whole vibe, the sound of music of 80s music is definitely like popping up, taking over. Right. And it's going to this point where I'm trying to trace it back to the first artist recently to do this 80s influenced sound. And the first person that comes to mind is actually, surprisingly, Harry Styles with his album. That's the first time I heard it, at least. I, I don't think I, I've heard Fine Lines. Is that the newest one? Is that his album? Is, is that the it, album? Is that the newest yes, one? Yes, I think. Oh, no. I wouldn't <laughs> say that one is very... When I listened to it, it was very alternative 2010s to me. But if you mean the first one, I never listened to his first album. No, maybe I'm, maybe I'm stepping on my own toes here. Am I thinking of that? Because I do not sense any 80s vibe. From... Maybe it's fine line. You're right. You're right. Maybe I'm stupid. 
<laughs> we'll just delete that part out. Um, <laughs> we won't. Uh, so I guess the first one, I guess, is the first person I can actually think of, I guess, is Dua Lipa with her album. The first song, what was it? It was What was it called? It was Don't Start Now. That was the first one that had that 80s influence that I remember. Um, and then from there, I feel like 80s sounds just, it's roaring now. Because then you have Blinding Lights by The Weeknd. You have um, uh, Doja Cat's Say So. You have this one song by SZA and Justin Timberlake, whose name escapes me, but it's on the new Trolls movie. Um, I feel like that's the... That's where we're heading. I mean, from the, I can't really think of any other other artists who are having this '80s influence, but those are the top four that come to mind. And now I remember seeing an article too saying like, "Is '80s making a comeback? Like '80s sounds making a comeback?" And it's like, yeah. So I mean, like unique artists now. I guess like I hate to say it, I didn't think didn't think I would say it, but I think Dua Lipa is spearhead that. So it is Dua. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically. Yeah, it was basically Dua. So it's Dua, crazy. It's just, it's, I don't know if you listen to the album, but it's it's good. Right, Dua it's, is very very talented. I remember too because I remember seeing her live when I went to see Bruno Mars, and I was kind of like, "Who is this chick?" And she was that was her first album. It was like very basic pop music, which is expected from every pop artist. You know, they had their it's one get on the charts. Right, yeah, make a name for themselves. Which is why we're talking about unique artists because right. And Dua Lipa, her first album was like, yeah, you knew who she was. She had a few. I can't think of the, what new rules and. I can't think of the other songs. I love New Rule. It's no. a good, it's a, it's a good one. And, and then now she definitely, I, she, she's standing out now. Right. And so, I mean, that's how I feel. I think that. But obviously she's only influencing one brand of music right now. Right. So what about your other of the big genres? Uh, what are you talking about? Like trap? Um, not gonna lie to you. I don't really know. Don't really know. Mm-mm. I'm trying to. I mean, I agree with Future. I love Young Thug. <laughs> <laughs> Young I don't Thug think is he's revolutionary, good. but I mean, he's a great producer. I think he's a revolutionary in terms of trap. I don't think he's obviously the one that created trap. No, obviously not. But the other thing is, artists that led to where we are now. I would have to say, biggest person across all genres, Kanye. You, hear his, you just love Kanye, don't you? First of all, I'm a, smart enough to be aware <laughs> of his influence. I mean, yeah. But you hear his influence in every Kanye single genre. Kanye this, Kanye that. <laughs> we haven't recorded you talking about Kanye being the GOAT in this very... <laughs> he is. So, 808 and Heartbreaks is what led to everybody wanting to sing about being depressed and sad because, you know, that was an album about his mother right. passing. So, it's just all about, like... Wanting to harm yourself and harm other people and stuff like that led to what trap music is today. Mm -hmm. Being sad. Yeah. And obviously his choir and vocal samples have taken over pop music, rap music. He's just, his influence is found in pretty much every staple of music at this point. Right. And everybody, Drake was like, uh, I mean, I popularized what tribal, but like. Kanye did. (laughs) Kanye was doing tribal off his first two albums. Right. So that's who I'd say is who led us to this point. Kanye. And now he's falling off. So now it's kind of like who's going to take that. Right. That's where I was. Because when you asked me who is the big influencer now, I really can't think of someone who's just 
changing music the way like Kanye. Did. I guess it is too early to decide too. But yeah. how long did Kanye? Like how long was he? Like obviously his influence has been carried out, right? But I mean, you're in this point now where it's like. The when throne is start, empty. When did he start falling off, I guess? Not falling off. I think that's like the... Stop being innovative? Yeah. I mean, I guess he... I'd yay or ye or Y-E. <laughs> Subjective. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's when his fallout, because nothing really interesting happened there. Right. And then, obviously, his newest album was just... Yeah. So then with these unique artists, we start to have more of these copycats. People who aren't very as the complete opposite opposite not unique not innovative so who do you think that is someone who's just like someone who someone who's like topping these charts where you're like you have no business being up there um basically i mean i hate to say oh i i have someone unique artist my bad Lil nas x he is, yeah, that's two combinations. Yeah, yeah, that's very unique. I should have mentioned, I forgot, I can't believe I forgot about him, but yeah, go on, go on. Uh, I would say, and they don't make bad music just because we say them doesn't mean they make bad music, right? There's people like Gunna, <laughs> there's uh, that one, the box singer Ro- Rudy Roach, right? Roddy Rich, Roddy Rich, Roddy Rich. Uh, I mean, all he does is trap me, it's not anything unique happening in their music. All the littles that aren't like Little Wayne. Whoa! <laughs> I hey. said aren't. Oh, okay. aren't Little okay, Wayne? Okay, let's say I said, Whoa. all the littles that aren't <laughs> Little Wayne. Okay, okay, okay. And Little Nas. Oh, like Lil Yachty. <laughs> yeah, like they all just do what's already being done. Twenty One Savage. Twenty One Savage. Migos. Well, Migos. I would say Juice World because he's just basically Post Malone. Rip, rip Juice World. Which also a different discussion for a later day. How do we feel about post humorous albums? Because his is about to drop. Whose? Uh, Juice World's. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't like. I don't like that. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Probably okay. when it drops. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So you said. So going back through that, you said, Ghana. Who else did you mention? Ariana. Ari. Ah, I have a feeling you're gonna mention her. <laughs> I have a feeling. Um. At this point, Drake. I Drake can, used to be innovative. I can definitely agree with that. But now Drake's kind of just going with the flow. Yeah, I think Drake is it's interesting because he... I remember seeing something about him like appropriating in a way where like where, like I agree, but I don't agree because he was on a few people's uh, music. It was like what? It was one where he was speaking Spanish, I'm pretty sure. On oh, probably one. with Bad Bunny? Maybe. And I remember people being like, bro, like... And, like, I see both sides of that because, like, obviously, like, with a, a name. No, it wasn't Bad Bunny. It was some, it was a, a smaller artist. Uh-huh. And I can see because, like, Drake, I mean, you get a song with Drake. I mean. Right. They're th- paying him income. a lot of money to be right. on that song. And, like, you look at it as appropriation, but they're looking at it as a paycheck. They're looking at it as a paycheck. And he's he's singing on that song and he's basically singing towards that audience right so he knows his audience speaks spanish he's not but then you get into this part where he brings those influences back to his album and now you're in this point where you're like what's going on here mm-hmm. the one album i really think of is more life where he had a lot of french uh brit french british um rappers on there on his album and like 
to me, I didn't have that much of a problem with it as long as he was highlighting kind of like, hey, like this is what's going on over here. This is influencing my music, which is another thing too. Influencing and copying are two completely different things, which people tend to mix that up a lot. Right. Um, but that's just. Um, but back to your point, uh, Drake has been really copying just a lot of other people's sounds and or just sticking with his generic sound that because that's also another thing about being innovative is not staying in that one sound you've created one person that comes to mind when you say that uh, is lana del rey who's who it it drives me i can go on a whole rant i can make a whole episode about lana (laughs) to be be honest but the thing is is like people will say like she's so amazing she's so great and it's like yeah i mean like she sounds good but how many albums has she released and how many are like exactly the same? It's the sounding. same thing. I remember the song coming out for that Charlie's Angels song, Charlie's Angels movie, with Ariana Grande and Miley Cyrus, and everyone's just like, "Oh my gosh, Lana Ray killed that!" You know, she such a bad, a bad bitch. You know, like she slowed down the song to fit her style, and it's like, or she's not. She couldn't do another style. Correct. Which I like Lana Del Rey, but there is something to be said. Of artists who just keep doing the same thing over and over again and never really maturing. Right. And that's what hurts them in the long run. Right. Which is why. Or never like you never you'll never see Lana. Again, being like the top artist. Yeah. Because it's the same sound that she's done for however many years now. Yeah, another person that comes to mind, as I said earlier, is Migos. Like they had cold like they were back. They were you know relevant back in like the what the mid mid to late 2000s like early 2010s and they came out with 2016 i believe uh was uh culture or 2017 i don't know one or two years came out with culture and that was amazing an amazing album everyone was like oh yeah this is great you know like bad and bougie and get right with you and um t-shirt but then they came out with culture too and it was like again we get into this problem where you have these long albums with 20 plus songs and Migos to sound the complete same. It's right. the same thing over and over again. And that's again. what's happening with DaBaby, even though you said he recently that he switched up his flow. He switched up his flow. But most of his songs All are that same. same thing. That's now, not... Let's, let's do his album, and since it sounds like one whole con- coherent song, honestly. Right. His, uh, his, his latest one, I can't think of what the name is called, but his newest song hopefully i mean his, he has switched up his his flow in the last song so hopefully he keeps up with that because it's sounding good right i liked it but then we go into the the dangers of sounding unique because how would it be a turnoff for you if you're listening to say just the migos singing their migos style song and then a, in dua lipa's styled song comes on with the migos <laughs> That's the, it's the one thing you said that. And the one, first thing I thought of was Katy Perry and Migos when they did a song together. And I was like, <laughs> this doesn't, <laughs> so like, doesn't add up. Does jumping around hurt an artist or should they do that? I think that, oh shoot, my mic, my mic just like moved a little bit. Um, oh God. Uh, that's, that's, see, again, it's that fine line because artists can jump from you just got to find your style. Right. If you establish it, it's not weird. Because then the one thing I think of is uh, Bruno Mars and Cardi B. They came out with finesse. And in your back of your mind, you're thinking to yourself like, Bruno Mars and Cardi B, that isn't Bodak Yellow and <laughs> Treasure. Huh? 
<laughs> but then they came out with finesse Re- the finesse remix which whatever it was good but then they had another song called please me which was also like another bop with Cardi B and, and that's done well and then but then you have i'm trying to think of an example people just don't mesh i can't think of one off the top of my head I don't think Kanye meshes with that one song about going to L.A. American Boy really doesn't Estelle? make sense. Oh, I like I like American Boy. I don't really like it. It just oh. doesn't really make sense. <laughs> it's not. No, that's fine. I mean, we all have differences and everything. I like her singing. It's just when like Kanye or whoever comes in, I'm just like, why? Just another champion song. Yeah, we about to get. Another person I think of too, and I know it's supposed to be like negative, but another person I think of is like Justin Timberlake and Jay Z, where they came out with suit and tie. Worked. It was that good. was great. So I feel like some you, you you had to play with your strengths, you know. But but my question is more related to not features. Like if an artist solo, okay, just starts jumping around in their one album. Is there an is there someone who you can think of? Because I personally cannot think of someone in their album that's like all over the place I mean I guess I'll point if you listen to a Kanye album there's a lot of variety going on in that album sorry you're saying it's too much variety okay well okay I have an, ex- I have an example now okay I got okay alright so Justin Timberlake alright he had <laughs> why are you doing that <laughs> that he came out with that weird cabin in the woods yes album. that's what I'm talking about man <laughs> of the woods that's exactly what I'm talking about Justin Timberlake's last album was a 2020 experience I watched the episode like of Hot Ones the other day and him interviewing Justin Timberlake and he ranked he ranked, he ranked his albums and he put I remember it was like his I think it was uh the first one was like What Goes Around and then it was Justified and then it was 2020 Experience Part 1 then it was Man of the Woods and 2020 Experience Part 2 and I was like Man of the Woods you're right should be deep should be low but I would put it at 5 because he did a country sound and while there were a few songs on there I could get behind, Justin Timberlake cannot do country music. <laughs> it's just not him. He's he's R and B. He's R and B and and pop. That's where that's your lane. And I understand if like you want to branch out, but like if you're gonna if you're gonna branch out, why would you go? You can't be Taylor Swift. She went from country to pop, and it worked out perfectly. You know, but like. When you're Justin Timberlake and your whole brand, you've been doing this for with with NSYNC with a pop band, and you did pop R and B albums. You can't all of a sudden be like, country, sounds like fun. Or if you're gonna do country, do it well. He didn't. Right, and if you did like a if you did what Lil Nas did with like hip hop and country, if you if you did like R and B and country, I don't know how that would sound. Right. I don't think I. I mean. I, I won't know until I hear it. I haven't. Heard, I don't think I've heard something like like that before. You know. So I mean, like, if he, if he did that, and it worked, great. But you just completely switched, um, genres. Right. It, it, so you're saying variety hurts people yeah. more than it helps. If you do, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If, yeah. you, do, if you do a feature, fine. Test it out. See how it is. And I'm pretty sure he did. He did a song with like Chris Staples, Stapleson. It was a Drink You Away. He had a country song in his 2020 Experience Part 2 song. And it sounded well. You know? And I think that's where he was like, I think I could do country. But like, I guess more so ease into it just a little bit more for you just fully commit into doing something right. like that. One person I think who does variety well is uh, Donald Glover or Childish Gambino. You listen to an album and it's 
all over the place, but yet you kind of still enjoy mm-hmm. a lot of his songs. I haven't listened. I haven't gotten to listen to the newest thing yeah. he released on a website because it doesn't play on your phone for some reason. He has. He dropped the album on Apple Music. Right. So. I gotta gotta do that. I guess one person that we also can say it does it well to me is The Weeknd. Now I know we talked about this before. Right. But the amount of versatility he has, where he can make, he can basically the thing is he does it. He does mixes R and B with other genres of music. Like his Starboard was right. more with like that. Drake does it well. Yeah. He's just not original. He's <laughs> he does what he does mm-hmm. really well. It's just mm-hmm. not very innovative. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. He's the top artist. Right. So then now you get into this. Uh, do we go like I guess playing it safe? You know, because some artists play it too safe. As we said, like Lando Ray. Right. Plays it too. Uh, safe and then you get to this thing the Drake person, at this point right and there's another person that comes to mind too which like the Jonas Brothers I love I love me some Joe Bros and this is going and the thing is too it's like you listen to their earlier albums yes you grow up and like their albums are more kind of like that I don't know like punk pop I don't know if that's even a genre like yeah, yeah that's pop, it pop rock or whatever yeah pop and pop, rock, pop punk it was it was fun and then they heard Sucker and they still had that sound carrying over from their older music. And I'm like, linking myself like, this is going to be a great album. And they released Happiness Begins. And was it good? Yeah. But could have been better? Absolutely. Because right. it was all generic pop songs. And it gets this thing where, again, we say, Drake, we know you. You can do better. Jones Brothers, you have, I understand you got to appeal to this new generation. You know, like, everyone, like, I understand that, you know? But, like, there's a way, they play it too safe. And they're talking about releasing another album, and I really hope this no- next album it sounds more like their earlier stuff, or like not their earlier. I guess like it sounds more like their "Burning Up" album, you know. I love "Burning Up." It was a great. That's a great album. Oh no, my bad. It's called a little bit longer. That was the album cover of it, mm. and then it had "Lines, Vines, and Trying Times," which was, it was good. It was decent. My favorite buggy. Uh, bug. I was trying to say my love favorite bug. song <laughs> is "Love Bug." Mm-hmm. Love it. Anyway. So, what makes, say you want to try to go into a genre. Ariana Grande jumps into trap. Mm-hmm. Why does it work? It's generic trap music. All she's doing is doing the same thing any other artist does. You know why it works? It's because no one with her voice has done it before. That's how simple a unique artist can be. It yeah. can be their unique voice mm-hmm. leads to them being a unique artist. You heard it all the time in rock music. Like, what? Queen, their music. Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm not trying to get killed for this. Oh no. Queen's music is very good, very creative. But at the end of the day, it's still rock music. The thing that made it so popular is that Freddie Mercury's voice was so unique and talented. Okay. And so you get those artists who rely just on their voice, and that's what makes it great. Because mm-hmm. you hear plenty of pop artists who sound like every other. Their music sounds like every other artist, mm-hmm. but their voice makes it so makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. And that's as simple, that's as simple as you can get with being unique. Yeah, and that's what it counts. Like Drake's rap style, you can't copy it. His -hmm. voice is a very unique voice. Mm -hmm. No one he can do any generic song he wants, but since his voice is unique, it's gonna sound like a a completely different song from everybody else. It also helps to have that big name too. Yeah, big name. Because Ariana Grande, it's weird because. You didn't I mean, okay, how can I say this? You knew who Ariana Grande was, right? But like her music was meh, you know? But then she would got on these trap beats and you're like, Ariana Grande? Trap beats? 
good music. Whoa. And uh, lo and behold, she was in the, she was in the, what, the Grammy running for album of the year. Has right. that happened before? I, I can't think of a time where one of her other albums, I mean, I could be wrong again. Right. Not fa- I'm not, I'm not pulling out facts, but as far as I can remember, I don't remember her album being nom- nominated for album of the year before. I also can't remember a time when an artist released an album like six months prior, a completely different genre. Mm-hmm. Released a completely different genre, and mm-hmm. then the second one is the one that gets nominated. Yeah, that was crazy to me too. That was, and it's funny that actually I think. Oh no, that wasn't that wasn't Deadline. No, because it came out. It came out in um, February. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like I said, that big that brand name does help. Yeah, big name helps. Same that goes for Beyonce. Right. She was one of those artists who did a lot of like pop music, and then what album was I guess it was more her self-titled Beyonce with Partition everything that was kind of like her transition into more of that trap feeling right. and then we got like Lemonade and then we got the the one with the joint album with Jay-Z I think it's like the Carters I think that's what it's called yeah. I don't remember uh, Everything is Love that's what it's called but big names work big names work but yeah it, it, so if you're thinking of trying to do pop music and you're doing the same pop style as ariana grande and your voice sounds exactly like ariana grande don't do that (laughs) you know why because ariana grande is a thing ariana's name is already bigger her voice is already there she you're doing the same music as her Mm -hmm. you're just saturating with songs that people would rather listen to ariana grande right if you had a slight difference like if you had a different voice and you're doing the same kind of music as her that's that's fine. Yep. Because you have a unique voice and that's what's changing that style to making you kind of of a unique artist. Mm-hmm. And it's just small changes like that. You don't need to do some completely wacky song style to be unique. Mm-hmm. It can be just as simple as your flow, mm-hmm. your your voice. Mm-hmm. I mean, the blue reason Blueface is famous is because he was doing off-tempo rapping. Blueface, baby. <laughs> he was doing off-tempo rapping, which hadn't been done since E-40. Yeah. So that's what made him famous, because he had that style you've never heard before, and people got interested. But you won't hear about... I can't even think of a generic random trap artist. Some random trap artist here in Columbus, because they're singing the exact same way they heard some other trap artists mm-hmm. sung same kind of beat and they're offering nothing different from that artist that already exists. If you're offering nothing different and you don't have a backing of a market, like a big company, right? You're not, no one's going to want to listen to your music. That can be debatable though at the same time, Mm -hmm. because you have someone like Kendrick Lamar and, um, J Cole, but they have two different voices. So you're off of voices. Well, yeah, that's what makes it like, okay. Because their flow's similar, and like their a, style of music similar, right? So voices is like the thing that kind of. But like, if you listen to Kendrick Lamar, you, you know his voice. It's true. You're like, oh, I like this voice better than J Cole's. So voice recognition is like the thing, right? That needs to stand out. I see what you mean. Because like, how many generic pop male artists sound the same? Oh, don't even get me started. I know a few. Right, I mean, a sound that sound the same. I mean, you have like. Sean Mendez, and then you, ooh, someone you could put Sean Mendez to, like some generic. What do you know? Actually, I can't do this because I can't even think of any pop, pop artist right now. I don't even know. Right, you can think of 
the main generic guy. So you have... And then you can't think of the other ones. Sean Mendez. I guess you have Charlie Puth, but they don't really sound the same. You have... Oh, wow. This is hard. Right. That's... So this is important. If someone's already doing the style, you already have their voice. Don't probably, do it. There's probably a ton of other people that sound just like Sean Mendez. Right. There's I can't think of them. <laughs> hundreds. There's thousands of people who sound exactly like Sean Mendez who do the exact same style of music. But we already have Sean Mendez. Mm-hmm. No one wants to listen to Sean Mendez. Point one. Right. They want to listen to Sean Mendez. Right. So that's where, if you don't have a unique voice, that's where you have to get more unique with your music and combine genres, because that will lead you to being more unique, which will help get more people interested. In one you. thing that where are we at? Thirty-two. Okay. Well, one thing on the ending note, one thing that comes to mind too is something that didn't work is like future and designer. Remember designer? <laughs> it sounds just like future. They sound exactly the and same. And I heard future. Well, I heard that song with Panda by Designer, and I was like, "Wow, future came out with a good song." And I'm like, "Who's designer?" Right. Where's designer now? He fa- he faded out because, because future, we have future. We have future already. So that's an example of someone who copied and did well coming did out. Well. Did well. But then after that, we don't know where he went. Right, and we have plenty of trap artists who come out. We love one of their songs, but the thing is. is if they're going to keep releasing the same songs we already get from the top artists, then they're going to fade, fade out. out. Which, uh, that brings us to the end of our discussion about unique artists, what makes them unique. And if you have any, like, suggest, like, not suggestions, but any, like, you know, comments about it, follow us on our Twitter page at T Minor Report. <coughs> T Minor Report. And then also check us out. We're also on, as I said, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, We'll probably do more discussing episodes like this where it kind of leaves like a little carrot dangling at the end of it. Like, what do you think? But So what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? <laughs> what topics would you like to hear us talk about? We already have a list, but we'll give you, we'll, we'll hear them out. <laughs> so this has been the Minority Report with uh, Diego Ferreira and Josh Brown. Never heard that order before. Unique. <laughs> Whatever. Which one do they like more? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time. See you later.